Spiritual Sisters of St. Dominic bring you Dominicast, the truth in small bites. Truth Bite 25, Pride. Meet the first and deadliest capital sin, at the root of all others, and able to poison even our good acts. People speak of being proud of a job well done, or of their loved one's achievements. We need to have healthy self-respect for ourselves, although the emphasis on self-esteem today is often completely overblown. The slogan, I'm okay, you're okay, can be a complete cop-out, and make people feel good about themselves, even when they shouldn't. The truth is, that human beings are fundamentally good, although their choices and actions can be terrible and even evil. So it is not a sin of pride to acknowledge this fundamental goodness in ourselves, although it would be a lie to pretend that what we do with that goodness is always the best. The capital sin of pride is that desire to be better than everyone else in order to be better than everyone else. It can even include desiring to be better than God, an impossibility that some people solve by simply denying God's existence, in theory, or in practice, or both. Pride is based on the lie that I am the reason for my own existence, the centre of the world, which is generally seen by our culture as okay. Self-assertion and brute competition are seen as basic survival sense, However, the capital sin of pride has nothing to do with sense and a lot to do with insanity, which, after all, is claiming to see something that is not really there. When we are proud, we create a world of our own in which we reign supreme. Every other being, including God, must jump to our command, and when they don't, they automatically become our enemies. Yes, pride is the greatest and most common isolator of human beings. It drives wedges between friends, families, and people in general. It was the first sin to emerge. First off, some of the angels became devils, and then humans became monstrous rebels. How? By taking a truth and twisting it. It is true that we are wonderfully made but untrue that we can take credit for it. We didn't make our wonderful selves. All that we are and have has been given to us by God. Our first parents, Adam and Eve, wanted to be God, a false aspiration with results that we are still suffering from. There are no prizes for being able to detect pride, pure and simple, in the public atheist's stubborn denial of God or the dictator's megalomania, or the snobbery of the socialite, or the self-styled intellectual, or the intolerance of certain rights warriors. But what about me? What about you? Are we also infected with this vice? For starters, let's ask ourselves the following. Do we decide how we'll interact with God and when? Do others see us as pushy and dominating? Are we put out when others disagree with us, or fail to notice us, or correct us? 
Can we be snobbish about family background, or the places that people live, or about what we know and what others don't? Is there anyone to whom we don't lower ourselves to speak? Are we quick to find faults in others, and equally quick to excuse them in ourselves? Do we treat conversations as chances to talk about ourselves, or our achievements, or our opinions? Do we tend to seek advice and follow it? Do we use mock modesty in order to gain compliments, or play up our weaknesses in order to avoid loss of face if we should fail? Are we nervous or self-conscious about sharing our gifts? Do we live with the general feeling that we're not thanked enough? In fact, do we do a lot of our good acts expecting acknowledgement, praise or thanks? The list goes on and on. We don't seem to be able to escape pride in some shape or form. Not surprising, considering the darkened minds and weak wills that have come down to us from our first parents. There's always a solution, but it's a lifelong work and impossible without God's grace. The first step is to get in touch with reality. This means recognising the truth about who we really are and who God is. Recognising, in theory and in practice, that God is the only God, recognising that we are his children who depend on him for everything, is a fact that should make us feel deeply relieved and secure, since playing God is not only psychologically exhausting, but incredibly damaging to us and to others. This is humility, which is basically the virtue of honesty and truth. Humble people don't indulge in daydreams about themselves. They acknowledge up front their gifts and abilities, and they acknowledge that they didn't give them to themselves. They also acknowledge their weaknesses, faults and sins, and are prepared to take responsibility for them. Humility also allows us, for most of the time, just to forget about ourselves altogether and start paying real attention first to God and then to others. But to do this, we need light and strength, which always comes through prayer. <laughs>